1: So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at
0: DeadeyeBBQ.com.
2: Hello, it is a great week f- to talk sports once again. Um, this is Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And we have a guest today.
0: Hello, this is Colin, uh, Emily <laughs> Jarenka's brother.
2: Yes. So here we are bringing Colin back into the fold, um, for another episode. So very exciting stuff going on with basketball. Um, WNBA, there was just a lot going on, um, last night. So we're recording this on Wednesday. Yes, it's Wednesday, Tuesday night. Um, the Mercury beat the storm at the buzzer to advance to round two of the WNBA playoffs. Um, this happened, I believe, while the Nuggets and Clippers were playing. Game seven. So there was just a lot, lot to take in. <laughs> Hard to keep track of it at all. Um, and then, Emily, do you want to talk about the sun? Yes. So the sun knocked
1: out the Chicago sky, and I really did think that Chicago would pull that out and win. Um, so probably for people who are betting – Our our betting fans were probably like, oh, yikes, like they lost money on this. So uh, (laughs) pour one out for your homies. Um, But the WNBA playoffs are in full swing and they unlike the NBA, like it's not the best. It's not a series like you lose, you go home. It's (laughs) like it's very much like March Madness. And I love that aspect of it because like. It's not like you can say, oh, we lost the first game, but, like, we're going to do fine later. Like, you have to do well. It's kill or be killed.
2: It's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to the NBA. So, the Eastern Conference Finals, we have the Heat and we have the Celtics. Con, you were a Celtics fan. So, um, as of our recording, the Heat are up 1-0, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, So what are your thoughts on the series? Um, And obviously you probably think the Celtics are going to come out of this, but um, just give us your general kind of thoughts on the matchup.
0: Yeah. I mean, I thought this one would go, I I was hoping the Celtics would win in six, but I wouldn't have been surprised if it goes seven. I think now if Boston wins, it's probably going to go seven. I don't know if the, Celtics can win What order to be four of the next five. Uh, you know, seems like a tall order, um, but I like the Celtics chances. I mean, they can throw a lot defensively at the heat. Their one weakness I think is, or one of their weaknesses is their post defense. Um, and Bam Adebayo has been dynamic. Uh, obviously he came up big in game one with the game, essentially game winning block. Um, but I look at that game and I'm more frustrated than anything. I mean, the Celtics were up five with one minute left. You know, you get one stop there instead of letting Tyler Hero get a three and the game's essentially over. They had a chance to win it at the buzzer in regulation and they settled for a 28 foot three. Um, They were up by one with, or up by two, I think with like 23 seconds left in overtime, and Jimmy Butler gets the and one. Uh, I mean, great play by him, obviously. And then, bam, with the block late. But so the Celtics were right there. They probably should have won that game in regulation. But um, it's going to be a really good series, and I think it will go seven. And I obviously hope the Celtics win. But it'll be it'll be tightly contested the whole way.
2: Yeah, it's just nice to know, well, I guess we don't know what the, the Lakers and Nuggets are going to look like, but um out of the east, you know, we know it's it's going to be a close series it seems like based on how that first game went. So
1: it's definitely going to be fun to watch. Um like both Miami and Boston are strong teams and they will give a series that like people enjoy watching you know that the score is going to be pretty close. It's not going to be a blowout. Um, Even if Boston can't put it together for the next couple of games, like it'll still be good basketball to watch.
2: Agreed. Yes, most definitely. Um, And then Western Conference. So the Nuggets beat uh, the Clippers in game seven, which was just kind of unbelievable i still feel like i haven't processed it fully um but twitter i I cannot remember the last time i had so much fun on twitter (laughs) there were so many good tweets so many jokes so much shade it's just amazing
1: i think nba uh, twitter go ahead emily no just, just like nba twitter loves it when you know, wild stuff happens. It's like a peak moment for everyone to show how funny they can be talking about basketball.
0: Yeah, I think uh Worldwide Wob tweeted that this was the most slander he can remember since the Rockets went 0 for 27 <laughs> in the playoff game a few years ago. Oh for twenty seven from three, I should say. Um but yeah, so it was I mean, put this one in the pantheon of nights to be on NBA Twitter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard were cool. online.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts. It was just like all their jokes. <laughs> um so yeah, super exciting there. Um I don't know. I don't really know what to expect for the Western Conference finals don't really know what that's going to look like, but
1: I think it'll be a fun series. Um, I think the Nuggets have confidence right now. Like they have to have confidence after it, the last two series being down three, one coming back and winning it. I feel like they're like, they'll come in, even if they lose on Friday night, they're going to be like, this is fine. We will recover we've done it before twice. We're just finding our rhythm. We're just testing the water, seeing what's up. Um, somewhat making the other team feel like, Oh, we're just going to like steamroll the nuggets. And then the nuggets are like, JK, you can't.
2: I think it kind of reminds me of, um, like Gonzaga basketball, how not so much like in the past few years, but, um, how, they just like they want to prove themselves, but at the same time, like they don't have the expectations um, from like national media that a lot of other programs do um, in the past. So it's kind of like, we have like, we have nothing to lose. It's your, like, you're going to be embarrassed if like you don't show up, which is essentially what (laughs) happened to the Clippers. Um, But I think that like, they have that kind of attitude of like, well, you know, we're going to do our thing and, um, they mentally I think it's really good for them that they have come back down uh, 3-1 twice because there's no attitude of like we can't you know we can't recover from this yeah. they've done it twice so they have it in them Um, yeah I don't know it's definitely an interesting dynamic Um, they're definitely the underdogs I feel like they're like the Zags before they went to the final four kind of in a way
1: this could be their final four year
0: it could be i mean I they're as confident as yeah, oh, yeah. It,
2: yeah <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> it is they made it to the final four but hopefully like this eggs they make it to the title <laughs> um, that'd be good i guess the title game <laughs> not the title itself sad um but yes very exciting time yeah, to be a Nuggets fan. Um, taking any and all bandwagoners at this point. Might as well. It's, it's a I fun don't... team to get behind. Um, True. They they have a lot of shenanigans, and um,
1: it's just great.
0: Shenanigans, yeah, that's a good way to put it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the fans are fun. Like, Nuggets yeah, fans fun, are like, fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I, they're not dislikable, or they're not... I guess I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, yeah, you know they're 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 like likable people. It's not like yeah. a lot of people don't like Lakers fans or Boston fans or you know whatever. It, like the Nuggets do not fall into that category. <laughs>
1: yeah, and like the fans. Like, even if someone, like, might remotely be a fan. Like, I had a video call with someone today who was like, I wore the Nuggets jersey because I know you're from Colorado and you probably <laughs> like the Nuggets. Awesome. I'm <laughs> like, yes, I love this. And, like, that's that type of enthusiasm. Like, a Lakers fan would be like, what, you're not a Lakers fan?
0: Yeah, you don't have any chance in the series. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
2: That's what the Golden Clippers fans were saying, so. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong?
0: Um, no, no. Denver, they're, they're confident. I mean, I think Jokic and Murray talked about this in their post game interview, but you know, they're just out there playing free and having fun, taking it one game at a time. And that's what you have to do when you have to you know when you're down three, one, and they've done it successfully twice and come back and won the series. So, I mean, if they can play free, I mean, they, they've got as good a chance as anyone to take the Lakers out. Um, I think you no, know, I think we all want to say, all right, well, the Lakers, you know, they got LeBron, they got AD, maybe they'll roll over. Maybe this is the team that'll roll over the Nuggets, finally close them out when they should. <laughs> but how can you, how can you pick against a team that's come back from two, three, one deficits? Like they just have so you much can't. mojo and like, can they, what would it take for them to play like they did in games five through seven, <laughs> like in games one through three, you know?
2: Yeah. I don't know.
0: That's the, I guess that's the million dollar question. <laughs>
2: on one hand like i think a lot of people would like to see lebron win another championship um but yeah at this point i'm like let's just table that for now <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be nice but i don't know we'll see only time will tell but i'm um, looking forward to watching it for sure any other nba thoughts I'm going to be sad when it's over. Yeah, I was thinking I about it. I've already that. thought about
1: it, and I'm like, oh, no, what am I going to do? But, what am I going to fall asleep to on my couch?
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, the idea of basket of like basketball being done is definitely a big bummer, but the NCAA um, is expected to make an announcement by the time this podcast comes out that they um, will start their season on November 25th is what they're planning for. So... Obviously like the most important thing is that they do this in a safe and ethical way, keywords, safe and ethical. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if they are able to do that, great. You know, we have basketball to look forward to in like six weeks after the NBA is done for the season. So um, hopefully it's not like too big of a basketball gap for us because we love it so much. Um, The NHL, three teams are left. They're just, they keep plugging along. They want to get this bubble done. Um, They are going to have Stanley Cup finals games every other day, is what they're they're saying. So they're like, you know, we want to get out of the bubble. We want to wrap this thing up. So uh, the Stars beat the Golden Knights. I believe it was four to one.
1: Yeah, it was very
2: handily. It was. Kind of shocked by. It. I told Colin I was like, "Oh, like they're gonna get shut out." And then, yeah, that clearly didn't. I
0: should have should have saved the receipts on that one. <laughs> yeah, you probably,
2: have you probably have to dig deep. Um, yeah. So the stars are in representing um, the Western Conference, and then we have the Islanders and the Lightning. Um, the Lightning are currently up three two in that series. The Islanders have fight though, so. We do. But the Lightning are just think, so much... They're just so better dirty.
1: <laughs> yes. I think the Lightning will end up being in the final. And I think it'll be a good matchup. The Stars, I... It, we didn't love that the Stars knocked out the Abs. We're all biased <laughs> here. But, like, um, with that, I'm like, well, the Abs were a pretty strong team. Um, they had a ton of injuries. Pretty uh, a strong team. Yeah. So, like, maybe... Maybe the Stars have a chance of actually winning. Um who knows. We could be I could be wrong. It could be a complete blowout and the Lightning or like we're here. We have no time for your nonsense, Dallas. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> could be Tampa Bay and Dallas in a Stanley Cup.
1: That's weird to think Interesting. about. Interesting. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And they're playing in Canada
1: Not, uh, hockey towns.
2: <laughs> they're playing in no. Canada. this is very what a wild turn of events um yeah that's what what we've got for the nhl um college football lots of news here you want to take it away emily oh yeah (laughs) so the big 10 did some voting
1: today um they voted to return on the 23rd and 24th of october i guess the vote was unanimous um and Twitter is a little bananas when you like, if you follow anyone who is a Nebraska or Iowa fan, they are very into Iowa or Ohio state, like all these fans real intense. And they're like, no, we couldn't go without having football. And I'm like, okay. All right. Well, my team's not playing. I don't really care if the big 10 plays. Um, (laughs) i i like i love it for them but i'm also like this decision making was not what i had envisioned um because it sets a really weird precedent for like other conferences if that makes sense
2: yeah um i don't know it's (laughs) like a lot of conferences
1: were like, we're going to delay playing football, but then the big 10 was like, actually we're going to, we've had enough fans push back on us. We're going to do something about it. So it just sits a little weird with me, but like going back to the safe and ethical, that's key. Um, Another power five conference that we're unsure if they're coming back is the PAC 12, but like, Half of, like, the states with the schools are on fire, like, Mm -hmm. literal fire.
2: Yeah, that's a big problem. Um, And, like, you can't – the air quality is so terrible in most of the places where the Pac-12 schools are located that they can't practice outside. And you can't practice inside, really, I'm guessing because of COVID. So, um, yeah, I don't know. um
0: I wonder if the Pac-12 is going to be. Are they actually going to be in the right here for once and not have college football when it's too dangerous? Instead of always getting ragged on because they're not up to par with the rest of the country, <laughs> are they going to get one? Are they going to get one right today? I, don't see. I think
1: they are, but not because they're choosing to, no. but because, <laughs> because <they're> being, Mother <laughs> Nature is forcing they're them. They're being too. forced
2: to be like the socially responsible group. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots. I don't know. There's really there are ethical issues with like any sport right now, I feel like. But I mean, like the NBA and the NHL have been able to have their bubbles without any emergence of cases within the bubble. So like, it's like, okay, you're keeping these players safe Um, and allowing them to like make their money. But I don't, yeah, I don't know.
1: College football is, like, a whole other... It's... Yeah. ...animal. Completely different. Yeah. It's... it's I don't think there's a way they could bubble <laughs> college... Like, that's a problem with, like, college sports in general. You right. can't just, call, like, bubble up college students and be like, hey, like, you're going to do this, and you can't go anywhere, yeah. and you're going to stay here with, like, these other teams that you're going to compete at. Like, it just isn't um, feasible. There isn't a space large enough to house all of these humans. Like, I just... <laughs> I don't know. but Hopefully they figure it out and it's safe. And I mean, it looks like from what I've seen on TV from games that have been happening, Mm -hmm. people are wearing masks. People are social distancing. They're doing what they need to be doing.
0: I will say the one game that I saw that that was not (laughs) happening at was the Kansas State game. They, I don't know what, how many people they admitted, but they legit, it looked like they had like a a legit student section. Like no one was six feet apart. Everyone was right next to each other. I'd say maybe 50% of the kids there were wearing masks. I'm just, uh, how, why do you really need to see your team lose that bad? Come on.
1: (laughs) They do.
2: Apparently they really do. Can't resist. (laughs)
1: Uh, speaking of other teams that lost, Missouri State <laughs> took an L.
2: What? I don't, I'm not kidding. Like I have not looked at any scores for college football, nor have I watched a game, so I am like completely out of the loop. What happened there? Ooh.
1: Ooh. Oklahoma didn't let them score.
2: Oh yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma too. I did see that score. Yes. Yeah, it's a tough time. And then Pitt I, blanked. Austin peak I never know how to say it. Pe- Pe- P
0: Austin Pe- P Pe- Austin
2: Pe- P Pe- 55 to zero. Yeah. Like college football is
1: we're in like a really weird time of like we can't just have a team kind of lose. Like they have to s- get stomped. <laughs> just absolutely wrecked. Um same with the University of Texas El Paso shows up and gets a field goal yeah. and Yay. the university of texas drops 59 <laughs> points 59 points maybe we oh. need a mercy rule in college football i mean during a playing during team a pandemic, a i
2: think that that
0: yeah. shorten you the know, games a little bit here
2: <laughs> like I, during normal times okay sure whatever but in a pandemic like clearly that is physically impossible to come back from um yeah that type of a score. So like, let's just limit the risk where we can. <laughs> I'm sure fans just, would love that, but I, I know it wouldn't work. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, man, I think that's going to happen again this weekend with some, some teams like, uh, I don't even know. I'm sure Liberty in Western Kentucky. I don't want to say that like Liberty's going to do well, but I think they're going to do pretty well. Um, UCF I think is going to do some damage to Georgia Tech. Clemson plays Citadel, Ooh. so like <laughs> <laughs> could be another like fifty nine to zero score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it is wild. the The college football timeline we're in is very weird, and um the big 10 returning will probably just add to that unless they are. I don't even know. I can't imagine it not still being weird with the big 10 and whatever the pac 12 decides, if they do decide to come back, um, it's going to be another situation where we're going to have a bunch of games that are really lopsided. Mm -hmm.
0: The other thing that I've noticed that, so the AP poll, you know, they initially included like all teams regardless of whether or not they were playing but then week 2 rolls around and they're like they realize that you know like 10 or 15 of the teams that are in their poll aren't playing. This was before the you know yeah. the Big 10 announced that they were coming back, but so it led to like some interesting poll results. I remember looking at the poll earlier this week. All of a sudden like Louisiana Lafayette is ranked 19th and like Appalachian State's into the top 25. Um so it's it's kind of funny. I you know I'm sure those teams are nice yeah we were ranked last year you know it's a little boost for recruiting they can claim that but it's led to some uh very interesting uh ap polls BYU is ranked too army Ugh. so yeah I, I that's why i like the big 10 coming back cuz i'm hopeful that that means BYU will drop out of the rankings
2: <laughs> <laughs> we
1: can only hope but i don't i don't know if they will
0: yeah i i don't know how they're going to fold like are they just going to reintroduce like week three next week's poll. Is there going to be a bunch of big 10 teams in there? Cause like, I believe Ohio state was number two and then like yeah. to open the season. And then last week they were just completely dropped from the poll. Um, so I don't know how it's going to, how they're going to fold those teams back in, especially after other teams have kind of, already, you know, have started to play. Be
1: maybe they'll wait until after, the big 10 like teams have shown up just so that they don't have to deal with like any more weirdness in the rankings. Like they just deal with what they have, like who's currently playing and that's how they're doing the rankings. And then as more people are playing, the more they add or they who they consider for the rankings.
0: Yeah, that could be, that could be possible. And with that being said, just looking up the schedules for Louisiana Lafayette here, (laughs) <laughs> Next three weeks, Georgia, Southern Coastal Carolina, Georgia State, beginning of October, big game against Appalachian State. Could be like Ooh. a top 15 matchup by then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it shakes out. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a,
1: a game of the week for sure. Yep. Yeah, college game day, you know.
0: Kirk Kirk Street and Chris Fowler on the call.
2: Are they doing college game day? This is how out of the loop I am.
0: Man, I hope so. I hope not, I mean,
2: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, are they doing it maybe like without fans? I don't know.
0: I think I think the first week, Corso did his uh headgear pick from his house. Oh. So but that also might have there was just like hardly any good on paper at least there were hardly yes. any good games last week, yes. so
1: are they are doing this coming week college game day will be at the Louisville Miami game.
0: Oh. Mm. I think that's a yeah. that's a pretty big rivalry, right?
2: It's so weird I mean, to like to think yeah. about that that's yeah. the game that's being chosen because we're <laughs> like yeah. no one's playing. Like, that would never that happen in, in normal times. No. <laughs> Maybe, no.
0: like, when Lamar Jackson was in school at Louisville, but that's it. <laughs> Maybe a basketball college game did. Sure,
2: yeah. Yeah. It's wild.
1: Um, strange times. We're living in really strange times, but, like, at least it's amusing sometimes. Gives us yes. a good laugh. Exactly. Sometimes.
0: Sometimes a good sad.
2: A oh good sad. <laughs> um love a Um, a big sad or good sad um any more college football thoughts
1: no i hope that it gets more fun though yeah
2: yeah that's the takeaway for sure (laughs) (laughs) at this point i'm like why even what this isn't fun to watch why is it happening um moving on to the nfl um do you want to give us a little breakdown of the seahawks game
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, I was able to watch the whole thing. Uh, it was good to have football back at least from a perspective of being able to watch it. Um, you know, that part was good. And so far, at least the NFL, no positive COVID tests. Um, so that's good, but the Seahawks, yeah, they, there's a big push this off season from, I mean, I saw it mainly on social media, but Russell Wilson had made some comments too, kind of at the pro bowl and in the off season to, quote unquote, let Russ cook, um, (laughs) give him more control over the offense. Let him, let him throw the ball. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL on any given day. He can be the best. Um, and so they did that in, in week one against the Falcons. They outscored a high, uh, high powered Falcons offense. Uh, they passed the ball on early downs at one of the highest rates in the league, which is Completely contrary to their entire philosophy since Pete Carroll has been the head coach, so you know they've got a generational talent in Russell Wilson, and it, early indications are that they're going to let him use his skill set, which people have been asking for for years. So it was very good to see the defense was flying around too, Gave me memories of the Legion of Boom secondary. Um, You see it in flashes. Jamal Adams had a huge game, even though they, you know, they paid a steep price for him. I'm two first round picks and a third round pick, I believe, but he led the team in tackles. I believe in week one, week one, he had 12 of them. So it was awesome. It was a very enjoyable game to watch. I got another big one on Sunday night against the Patriots. Um, The Seahawks are favored by four. And I saw earlier that this is the first time in 64 regular season games that the Patriots have not been favored. What? So they've been favored. Yeah, they've been favored in every single regular season game for four straight seasons. Unbelievable. Longest record in NFL history. Um, Hmm. Just another record that the Seahawks broke, you know. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it was fun. I'm excited for the game on Sunday night.
2: Yeah, should be a fun one. Um, Yeah, it was just a fun game to watch. I was kind of trying to watch the Nuggets game at the same time, which was difficult to do, especially when the Seahawks are out of market in Denver. But (laughs) um, Yeah, so Seahawks' impressive start. Um, Broncos, unfortunately, already dealing with a bunch of injuries. Um, Cortland Sutton is back practicing now, um, but he sat their first game. Von Miller, um, had to have surgery on his foot and they don't, they're saying it's possible he returns this year, but who knows? Um, and then Philip Lindsay is like dealing with turf toe. Um, they're not sure if he's going to be back for week two or not. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it just kind of like illustrates the challenges of not having your off season activities like you normally would to the same extent and then like being pushed into games right away it's just i think it seems like it's kind of hard on people's bodies i don't know we haven't i don't know if like i guess the nhl definitely had a lot of the same issues nba i don't know a little bit i guess but i think it's just kind of like one of the things that goes along with this situation that we're in and trying to like get back to sports that kind of stuff is hard to avoid kind of so
0: I think specifically with the Broncos like I mean they can they're in a better position with like Philip Lindsay's injury than they were in previous years because they do have Mm -hmm. Melvin Gordon now so that'll help um but obviously you know anytime you lose a thousand yard rusher from the season before it's gonna hurt which is which is a bummer but yeah the Corlin Sutton I mean I think he was shaping up to be their number one wide receiver so that is a huge blow and uh Vaughn Miller, obviously, like the leader of that defense. From aside from what he can do on the field, just from a from a, a leadership standpoint and like a coach on the field standpoint, that's that's a tough loss.
2: Mhm. You hate to see it, but speed recoveries, hopefully. Um. Other NFL thoughts.
1: The Buffalo Bills beat the Jets. There you it's go. Totally a
2: thought. It's a it's statement. A statement. <laughs>
0: A statement. statement. <laughs> Love
1: it. I mean, like, uh, it. it is what it is. They won 27-17, and I did not actually watch the NFL on Sunday. Um, I watched the Nuggets, so I cannot speak to my beloved Buffalo Bills <laughs> that I'm a bandwagon fan for. I,
0: I do have a I, – I had Josh Allen as my fantasy quarterback last year, and it worked out – I mean – He, I made it to the finals, but I wasn't able to get him this year. But I did get their running back, uh, Singletary this year, so keeping some bills' connections from year to year. (laughs) Yeah, Um,
1: yeah, I think the bills are gonna do really well this year. Um, knock on wood and like the playoffs for
0: the second straight year.
1: I think they'll do it. Mm -hmm. I think, I think they have it in them to do that well in a consecutive year. Yeah, um. We'll see. I will probably watch them this weekend. Um, If we can get the game, I know I'll be watching Jacksonville for sure on Sunday.
2: Nice. Um, Game of the week. Um, Emily, yours and I's is the same. So we're both very excited for the Nuggets Lakers series coming up Friday, Sunday. What a shock. And then Tuesday, I guess. So there might, we might be three games into this series by the next time we record. We'll see. Yeah.
0: And Nuggets could be up 3 0. <laughs> I just knocked on wood. Ambitious. <laughs> uh,
2: ambitious. Okay. Also, while we're talking about this, we have to give Emily credit for calling yes. with her hot. Was it a, one of your hot takes? I don't remember. Um, You might have just said it, but regardless. I tweeted it. She was so confident. It
0: didn't need to be a
2: hot take. Nuggets in seven. So Nuggets in seven for last two series. Let's go. So called that, Mm -hmm. and then you also called um, the Heat beating the Bucks, Very nice. Which people might not think is a big deal, but I feel like it's a pretty big deal. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I think
1: not that I called it that it's a big deal but like the that, fact like, that it happened
2: at the happened. beginning of the series. Yeah. Yeah. It was either the, after the first or second game. I think it was
1: I think you're right and it was just because like the heat showed up mm-hmm. like they wanted to win. Yeah.
2: Jimmy Butler. And the Bucks were like I think it after on the first paper, was We're the best team. But yeah. anyways, yeah. So props to you. Um uh, Colin, what do you have game of the week?
0: Well, I, while I am very amped for both NBA series to continue, um, I figured that the other people on this podcast may pick those games. So I wanted to, you know, branch out a little bit. Um, but those are the games I'm most excited for this week as well. That, and potentially, you know, the Seahawks game on Monday night or Sunday night, I should say, but bigger than that the Mariners have a chance to snap the longest active playoff drought in North American sports right now. If they can close the season well, which is something they have historically done a terrible job at, but maybe this year will be different. they are two games back of the Houston Astros for the second spot um, from the AL West into the playoffs. They expanded the playoffs this year um, in the MLB because of, COVID and everything. Uh, So now if you're in the top two in your division, you make it. So they are two games back and they have a colossal series coming up against the Astros in Seattle next week. I believe it starts on Tuesday. Either starts on Monday or Tuesday and it's a three game series. So if things go in, if they go into there and they're down two games and they can pull out a sweep, then look out the Mariners are in, playoff position with only a handful of games to go wow I'm, makes not, sense. I'm i'm hoping but i'm also at the same time tempering my expectations based on their failure to make the playoffs in 19 years or 18 years
2: well maybe 2020
0: is the year you know they shortened season i was like you know they always i told my friend reed they always have a a burst in like July or they do really well until July and collapse in the second half. But maybe with the shortened season, they won't have time for a collapse.
2: Maybe <laughs> so, we,
0: <have> <laughs> we can only hope.
2: Positive
1: thoughts.
0: Yes. Yeah, speak a, it into existence.
2: Yes. Most exactly. definitely. When um, do the playoffs start?
0: I think it's, it's the end, maybe September 29th. Um,
2: okay. Soon,
0: it's late weeks? yeah it's it's not that far off um but uh yeah they're they're right there yeah it looks like the 29th and 30th so depending on you know where you shake out in the order but um yeah i i don't care if this postseason is expanded if the mariners make the playoffs then they end their drought <laughs> oh. that would make me very happy so
2: there you go um emily what's your hot take this week
1: um, My hot take is about Yeezys. I cannot I wait. That- <laughs> I've, I always forget that they exist. And then randomly it'll come across, you know, my Twitter feed or whatever. They are some very unattractive shoes. Yeah. They don't seem very practical in the way that they're designed. They're not very cute. <laughs> I know that cuteness is not like an important thing in shoes always. Like as someone who... Whereas Birkenstocks, I get it; they're not super like attractive, but like, come on, now. Yeezys don't, don't seem don't sell those short. To...
0: Don't give, don't throw shade at the Birks.
1: <laughs> okay, you're right. I like Birks. So they they don't deserve this this shade that the Yeezys are getting, where like they don't seem functional and they don't seem cute.
2: So and like, Colin, do you think they look cool? Like from no. a guy's perspective?
1: No. I I,
0: I want know. nothing to do with Yeezys.
2: So they don't look cool. Cute and they're not practical. Emily's it's out on Yeezys, completely out. What is your hot take this week? It's <laughs> a good one. Um, so with Labor Day happening, I have a couple of pairs of white pants, and my thought is that white jeans should not be retired at Labor Day. You should be able to wear them year-round without judgment. They're better. And blue jeans because they're more professional looking so if it's like a you know somewhat casual office space like white jeans look a lot better I think and you can wear them with like black boots or um like suede booties it's very like they they could still look very good with fall slash winter clothes so my hot take is that they should not be retired from Labor day to Memorial Day. We should be allowed to wear them year round without judgment because they're better than blue jeans.
1: If Anna Wintour is listening, I'm sure she'll just like make the change, but or she might push back on your hot take. <laughs>
2: Probably. I feel like like guys don't really wear like white pants. Yeah, I took. No, I, I was
0: <laughs> put off by one thing you said, and it's that white pants look better than blue jeans. And I, from a from a male's perspective, completely <laughs> disagree. Because I, I look a lot better in blue jeans than I do in white okay.
2: jeans. For women, I think that women, like, white white jeans are a more professional look than blue jeans. Agreed, for
0: sure. I'll give you that. I'll seed that. That's
2: what I'm saying. <laughs> That's just how I feel about it. I feel more professional yeah. in a pair of white jeans than I would in a pair of blue jeans. Hmm feels a little dressier for some reason. I don't know, but that's my hot take. I don't want to pack them away, but it's been done. So
0: sadly (laughs) begrudgingly.
2: Yes. Um, Con, what do you have for us?
0: All right. So I'm going to walk you guys through the scenario. And then at the end, you can tell me if it's a hot take or not, because according to one of my roommates, it's like as hot as the sun. Um, (laughs) So when I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I use two knives and one knife is for the peanut butter and one knife is for the jam or jelly. And I put peanut butter on both sides of like on one side, but on both pieces of bread. And then I smear the jelly on one side and there's my sandwich. But my roommate thinks it's like the most ridiculous thing that I use two knives to make my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I think it's normal and and it should be because don't I don't want mixing. my peanut butter. I don't want my peanut butter mixing with my <laughs> jam in the jar. No, that's the thing. I don't want. I don't want the the contamination, if you will. Um, <laughs> cross. Like if I, yeah, if I just want uh, you know a piece of toast with some jam on it, and I don't want peanut butter. I don't want like trace amounts in there. You know, I don't. And know.
2: what if someone has like a peanut allergy, and you've cross contaminated? yeah that's yeah, also you have a house guest potentially they go to get out some jam don't realize that it has a little peanut butter in it and they have an anaphylactic reaction that's not going to end well
0: true but that that did not factor into my original decision that's making like a very specific
2: scenario it's like does a spiraling hurt. thing that i'm currently doing um it
0: does not hurt my cause but yes so i don't know do you guys think that's a hot, well emily it sounds like you don't but emily cornell yeah. do you think that's a hot take
1: yes oh, so I drink you guys. would use one <laughs> knife wow I use yes you use one you so you use it first on the peanut butter okay and you like spread the peanut butter and then you like wipe on the like the edge you leave enough space where you could just like wipe all of the peanut butter off but of the see i don't okay you all can't right.
2: get it you can't ever get it completely off though
1: right yeah but like you should have like a completely separate jelly jar that's like if you have someone who might be coming over, <laughs> <This laughs> you probably should have, have peanut butter in your house. <laughs>
2: I was gonna say, if, you, if you were me, you would like use a label maker to like <laughs> 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 stick something on the jar that was like contaminated.
1: Uh, contaminated okay. jam. Oh my goodness.
0: I, I'm yeah, I don't know. It's just a
2: label, like.
0: Cross contamination possible. Use at your own risk. <laughs> yeah, you Danger. That's
2: a long label. I'd have to wrap around like three times. But yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's good. I like that. Um, so that is apparently a hot take because uh, yes, yeah, two which, out of the four, uh, two out of the four people in this sample size, right, disagree with you. So yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I think we can get some real of quick.
0: Emily Cornell, do you, when you make your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, do you just put peanut butter on one piece of bread or do you do it on both?
1: I'd put it on one piece. Okay. If it's on both, mm-hmm. that's too much peanut butter. Well, or you just put it like,
2: amount in half yeah. between two
1: slices. No, I like... Do like
0: just not that no. much peanut butter?
1: No, I like <laughs> to have like a good amount of peanut butter, but I like it to like be its own little layer. Like okay. I want all those layers separated. A double layer too that much. I'd, like, yeah, okay. it would just... I'd be drinking like chugging a glass of milk as I eat it. And I don't want to do that. Like no adult person's really trying to chug a glass of milk while eating lunch. Fair.
0: I will, I will say this. If you have to store your sandwich for a longer period of time, peanut butter on both sides of the bread prevents from the the jelly from leaking into the bread (laughs) and making it a little bit of a soggy sandwich.
2: Ever the engineer. I,
0: I, if you're if you're eating it immediately, you know, like I said, I prefer peanut butter on both sides. But yeah, that was just another question. This is good because I think that also, like peanut butter on both sides, is apparently a hot take too. So
2: yeah,
1: I think that makes sense. Like I get why people would do that. That's not something I would like question if someone put peanut butter on both sides of the sandwich for their PB and J, I do question using multiple utensils. Okay. It's like using multiple utensils for like making any sandwich, like you have to waterfall it and like, make sure the like messiest thing you put on there last Mm -hmm. or like whatever you don't really, really don't want touching other things. You put that on there last, like the reason why I go with putting the peanut butter on first instead of the jelly is because the jelly is going to go back in the refrigerator if I get jelly or jam into the jar of peanut butter, like it can't just sit in the pantry. Oh, that's smart. Like mold. That's good. We're going to
2: do a poll on each of these subjects. On Twitter. A poll? Yes, a poll. Okay. Sweet. Um, so we'll, we'll come back with the results of that. Um, yes. Wine picks. Colin, I'm guessing you haven't had any wine lately.
0: The only wine that I've had in the last, that I can remember the name of in the last honestly number of years <laughs> is uh an eight from a to z or maybe that's the one i don't even oh, remember yes, a the to z exactly. the winery. help me
2: Yep. a to z Pinot winery
0: what yeah that's the one that's yep. to this day the only wine that i have enjoyed drinking
2: it's <laughs> good stuff
0: but i will say Give that recently beer? i've been yes i've been enjoying both a pelican brewing west coast pilsner Something, you know, something a little local uh, from, New York, from <laughs> the Oregon coast. <laughs> uh, Pelican Brewing started in 1996. Fantastic year. Uh, yes. It's very, very good. They also have a good cream ale. Um, and then the other one, this one's got a fun name from uh, Silver City Brewery, um, which is in Bremerton, Washington. And it is the Ziggy Zoggy Summer Lager. <laughs> Uh, I don't, no clue why it's named that, but it's kind of fun to say. Came up
2: with that name for sure.
0: Honestly, yeah. <laughs> uh know, it's not quite a zigzag; it's a zigzag. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's very good, a nice uh, end of summer beer.
2: Um, so yeah, nice, Emily.
1: Um, it became chilly in Austin for roughly one day, <laughs> so I drank. <laughs> a red wine and it was barrel heist cabernet sauvignon and it was it was pretty good i had it with a nice cheese board and watched basketball with it and it was perfect it was a good winter wine it is now hot again so <laughs> Time to i had table to table that <laughs> yeah i'm like well i'm glad i got these red wines so that it could go back to being 90 degrees yep. but we are on our way to being in the eighties in the next couple weeks. So in like four weeks, yeah, we're going to be, I will full on be like wrapped up in a blanket, drinking a red wine in about a month when I watch sports, which means I'm going to fall asleep even quicker.
0: (laughs) Hey, yeah, get your, you're going to get so much more sleep though, you know, be good for your (laughs)
1: health. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know if it's like good sleep, like you're not really supposed to like drink and then sleep like really? it messes uh-huh. up your sleep yeah, like, I yeah it's, it's so
0: the no, no, way I can sleep now I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew that but i'm like just i didn't know that huh. yeah it it's like it messes up your rem sleep cycle but yeah. i mean i could sleep for 11 hours yeah, without problem. without waking up naturally so i think even if i have a few drinks before bed sometimes they think it's fine uh, but yeah i can relate emily instead of being um 95 here we're now down to a cool 85 nice
0: typically per day
2: so uh it just feels like fall you know
0: <laughs> 85 <laughs> yeah. is fall
2: well the leaves are falling and it's cold in the mornings and cold at night so it kind That's of fall. feels like it's happening but it's like a very slow in colorado it's like a very slow process with the exception of like getting snow in early september or october <laughs> and then the next day it's 80 again so it's it's very weird um but i'm like kind of finishing up like my white wine rosé part of the year so um last week i got a bottle of the wine is called domaine lafage and it's Ooh. a um a French rose it has a cold glass stopper as like the cork basically what? Huh. um some bottles have that it's it just looks real nice <laughs> nice and glass <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um the bottle is just simple and pretty. it's a dry rose, which I like um yeah, that's definitely recommend it um It's like fifteen dollars a bottle. So, that's my wine for the week. Um, Other wine news. uh, CJ McCollum has a wine. Um, He's one of the few black winemakers in the state of Oregon. Um, And his inaugural wine, McCollum Heritage 91, um, it's a 2018 Oregon Pinot Noir, sold out in one day. Wow. Yeah. That's so quick for wine. So, I mean, like, it was somewhat small batch, but, like... So Still, I, I people just see like his name, they're like, Oh, this is cool. MPA and wine is just a great marriage that I love. I love how players are getting into it. Um, same, there are many players who are sharing their wine tastings with us in the bubble through their Instagrams, which is fun, very classy. So,
1: I love that they're normalizing, yeah, like men doing wine tasting and men being like into wine,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, and especially like black men, yeah. Like, that's not something people are thinking, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, these black guys are thinking about like wine. Like, no, I love it. Very, yes, very
2: tall, athletic black men, also,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're super into it. And I'm like, yes, live your best life, yeah. do not let society dictate what you can or cannot be interested in. Next, I hope that some of them are like I'm really into like home brewing, and I'll be like, "Yes, sure. we need that, yeah, for the would, culture."
0: Who would that I be? Can't. Who do we think?
1: Who's hipster and black?
0: That might be a yeah, we and, might, have to think on it. It might be a next big question. Maybe that's another Ooh. pool.
2: Yeah. Yes, that will. Yeah. Cool. Also, That'd though, I can see like some of the European guys. Oh, yeah. That was my kind of thought.
1: Yeah. Uh, Luca as soon yep. as he's old enough to drink you know yes.
0: Spencer Spencer Dinwiddie kind of seems like he might fit that vibe I don't yes. know maybe he, he he would do like he's yeah, experimenting be with it. his contract and everything he just looks like he's looking for like the next thing so maybe like NBA players in homebrew like that's his
1: scene mm. I think because he's into the like experimenting. I bet he does it with like hard kombucha. Like he's oh, going like yeah. all the way <laughs> in, whereas like and, all the way in. I
2: see who bolder. So <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> this all checks out, but we might have to do a poll on that because I'm curious. Yeah, we need like
0: more. That. We need more input. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah.
2: So there's that. <laughs> um, do we have any plugs? I don't have anything, Emily. Um, okay.
1: I (laughs) would like to plug, as per usual, the Tailgate Society, subscribe to the podcast. I mean, at the very least, I can say, like, please subscribe to other podcasts um, from the Tailgate Society, such as Bitter Units, if you're into the beer situation, Um, Matinee Baseball, Culture Check, Old Man Strength, and then um, we've been putting out content as it relates to all the sports that are happening, Um, you know, the NBA and college football making a return specifically like big 12 stuff but like you know tweet at other contributors and be like hey write about all the other conferences and i'm sure they will and then women of tailgate society and that is all i have for plugs what about y'all
2: sounds good to me rate review subscribe five stars please
0: <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
2: Um, and we'll just wrap it up with our bigger than sports. So, um, nothing like super specific, I guess, but, um, the NBA players, their families have been allowed into the bubble and there were so many cute videos of little kids reuniting with their dads. Um, it was just really nice to see <laughs> this
1: week. It's so good for your soul <laughs> yeah. to see so content like that.
2: Oh, Yep. So that was my favorite, like, bigger than sports thing from the week.
1: It's, it's good very that good they choice. get to see their families now. It's a very good choice.
2: Also, Coaches, I, but I, I do have, like, also? a personal problem with the name Deuce. I don't know why. You
0: right, would he, hold though. on, I won't listen to any Deuce slander of any kind, <laughs> <laughs> regardless of how much I don't like the name. He, he's his own person. He's an icon, and he's, very, and he's cute and
2: he's adorable. He's so I just feel bad, just bad for so him cute. that his parents named him Deuce.
0: He's got he has like such a personality though that like he's the only he he owns yeah. it.
2: Sure he's the only the only one that could own that name yeah
0: <laughs> he's so cute <laughs> he's some yeah. of these
2: names of kids are just just funny
0: deuce is up there that's not a thrill wouldn't be my first choice but one. so that's that's is that will barton's it's see it's not is he a junior is it thrill junior
2: i'm not sure maybe is he the fo- like I don't know. I don't know, like, obviously what his legal name is, <laughs> but wonder, um, Will Barton is the third. So maybe, the, oh. the, maybe his son's name thrill is Will. The thrill, maybe it's Will Thrill Barton the fourth mm-hmm. and he goes by Thrill. I don't know. But anyways, some fun, some fun names there these little kids drift better than I ever will be it's <laughs> honestly <yeah. laughs> um, on that note it's been a great week in sports and hopefully this next week is another one and it was great mm-hmm. to chat with you both
1: you
0: absolutely thanks, thanks for, coming for having on, me Colin. on yeah thank you I'm glad Anytime. I could make it it's been too long
1: <laughs> yeah and there's been a lot of sports like um all the sports are back right now, so folks, get out there, watch the sports, social distance, wash your hands, wear a mask, and thank you for listening.
0: Emily and Emily, sports and Court.